I still have the same question that um, I've always had. And uh, I'm still trying to make sense of uh, people's understanding and their belief in God. Okay. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say that I'm not trying to stir up any trouble here. I'm just trying to understand people's logic or their understanding when it comes to God. Okay. So, um, let's get right into this. Now, in my opinion, and just my opinion, I understand it and I see it this way. For someone to make claims that they believe in God. If you make a claim that you believe in God, if you have an understanding that God is all loving and God is all powerful and therefore God can do anything. And so if you understand this, then my question would be to you, why is it that you continue to experience things like sickness, disease, or for that matter, any type of unnecessary problem that you may be experiencing. And then people go on to say that God loves them. God adores them, which I totally understand that. And so if that's the case, then you should be able to directly communicate with God, however means that you utilize to do that, which I guess for most people would be through prayer or just having a literal and direct um, conversation with God, which in my opinion is literally the exact same thing. Prayer and conversation is the same thing. There is no difference. Because when you pray, you're talking and talking is communicating and communicating is literally having a conversation with a spiritual being, mind, mind you. Okay. Anyway, so that's my question. And then most people that quote unquote, again, make these claims that they believe in God they would also say that they also believe and they understand that God has created them. Okay. There's another thing. So if you truly understand this, if you call yourself a believer of God and you trust in God, again, my question is, then why are you experiencing things like sickness and disease and other unnecessary anomalies? Seriously. And 
my other question is that has yet to be yet to be uh, answered is why would a non-physical God create something physical? Like what benefit comes out of it? What is the primary objective of, again, a non-physical God creating something physical? And I can only assume that most people would tell me that, well, you know, God created everything. God is the creator of all things. And God created the heavens and the earth. And God created man and put us here on the planet to serve and praise God and to worship God and to follow the will of God and to obey God and to live a life of God. Okay. I guess I can kind of understand that somewhat, but that still doesn't answer my question. You haven't told me why a non-physical God would ever create something physical. Think about it. That's my question. Why would a non-physical God create something physical? Why? For what purpose? What benefit? It just energetically to me, it doesn't make any sense. Spiritually speaking, it doesn't make any sense. Because again, when you refer to the physical planet or physical things, behind the physical is matter. And behind the matter is energy, which means that everything is energy. But if you believe that God is a non-physical being and most people who believe in God will tell you this. Yes, of course, God is a non-physical being. But if I were to ask you, are you a physical, uh, tangible human being? Most people would say yes. And so there you have it. There's another question. So you mean to tell me that God is a non-physical being and you are a physical, tangible human being? And they would say yes. <clears throat> and I guess I would say, all right, then explain that to me energetically. What exactly does that mean? Especially if there are so many people that say, well, everything is energy, but yet people continue to have this theory. They continue to understand that they are on a physical planet called Earth. And that we, as, as most people would say, as humans... We are physical humans on a physical planet. Which most would refer to it as the third dimensional plane of existence. But again, a non-physical God has created something that is physical. Why? And, and so... Um, I've also heard that some people would tell me, well, 
we're not supposed to question God. Okay, why? Why not? So we're not, <clears throat> basically, we're not allowed to have questions about something we don't understand, about something that, for the most part, just doesn't make sense. We're not allowed to ask questions. Why not? And if we have questions, is that considered a sin? Will we be condemned to hellfire? Will we be uh, punished for having questions? Honestly. And I just, I wonder if anyone has ever stopped to really think about this. Like, honestly. A non-physical being, a spiritual being, has created something physical. For what purpose? Has anyone ever stopped to think about that? And honestly, it's it's a matter of it goes way beyond these. Um, these exaggerated and, if you will, in my opinion, these delusional concepts that we are to um, fear God, we are to live by the will of God. We are to go to church and read our Bible and um, and share the gospel of God and, and get as many people to be saved by Jesus Christ so that when God returns or I sh should I say when Jesus returns that we all can or for the most of for the most part, most of us can go on to be in heaven with God. And honestly, I don't believe that. I do not accept that. I do not, honestly, I don't believe in sin. I don't believe there is such a thing. I don't believe that we are on a physical planet, let alone, I don't believe that we're going to stand um, before God to be judged. I don't believe that. Honestly, that sounds insane. Because God is going to judge you for what? God has created you, which with common sense, I'm certain that that would inform you that since God has created you, God has always been aware and will always be aware of everything you are thinking and everything that you could do and everything that you could possibly do. God is already aware of it. So there's, in all actuality, there's nothing that you can do or think that God isn't already aware of. So for you to tell me that we're going to stand in heaven and stand before God to be judged by God, that literally and energetically and spiritually doesn't make any sense to me. Because God is going to judge you for what? God created you. He knows everything about you. And energetically speaking, God is you. You are God. So honestly, think about this. For you to tell me that God is going to judge us is energetically equivalent 
to God judging itself. Think about it. Most of you would say, well, God created us in the image of God. Okay. What does that mean? God created us in his image. All right. Is that to say we look exactly like God? Or is that to say we possess, we have in our possessions, we are literally the extension of God, spiritually speaking, energetically speaking, consciously speaking, not biologically, not physically. I still don't understand Many of you say that, okay, God created us. And when you look around, we have several different types of nationalities. And so my question or the question of someone who wouldn't know any better or someone who is trying to understand these ridiculous claims would say, okay, so is God black? While some would probably say, is God white? While others would probably say, is God Hispanic? And maybe a few would say, is God Asian? What is the nationality of God? Since you have made these ridiculous claims that we were created in the image of God physically, And so in the Bible, in the Old Testament, I believe, it seems to be that God had human emotions, like anger. Like when God um, destroyed the world with a flood, God destroyed his people. God was angry. And I believe it actually quotes this in the Bible that God was angry with his people and therefore destroyed the world with the flood. And yet he saved a chosen few. So God was angry with those who didn't serve him, who didn't do the, if you will, the quote unquote, the right things. But yet he saved the ones who did do the right things, who did honor him. So God was angry. And so basically you're telling me that God was angry with a creation that he created. God was angry with these, so to speak, physical, tangible beings in which God created and was already in awareness of exactly how they would behave, things they would do, everything. And yet and still, God still chose to be angry and punish and destroy his creation and saved the other half of his creation. Now, consciously speaking, energetically speaking, spiritually speaking, that literally sounds ridiculous. That sounds outlandish. That doesn't make any sense. The almighty God, angry, 
the almighty God that most of you know to be all loving, all merciful. And you're telling me this God is angry. That doesn't make sense. And yet people believe this crap and they read it in the Bible. And they seem to disregard it. It doesn't seem to register. And why? And yet in the New Testament, it seems to be that Jesus was the catalyst for God. Because of Jesus, now there must be unconditional love. Now there must be mercy. Now there must be a tone that will set the stage so that humanity can be forgiven for their sins and be shown mercy and love and not go to hell or, if you will, not be destroyed by God's wrath. Now think about this. You're saying that a non-physical God, all-loving, all-merciful, all-powerful God, has the ability to display wrath against his own creation? And you believe this? You read this in your Bible and you're, honestly, you are, for the most part, you're okay with this. Hmm. Okay. Again, <laughs> I'm not trying to stir up any trouble. I'm trying to make sense of humanity's ridiculous logic. I'm trying to understand these theories that mankind has come up with. These theories that most of you seem to be so saturated in. You seem to be prisoners of it. And yet, it energetically and spiritually makes no sense. Have, have any of you, has any of you ever, ever thought deeply about this? I mean, really just kind of sat back and thought about it. A non-physical God creates a physical planet, physical human beings. And then there is this being called uh, Jesus Christ. And we have to be saved. We have to accept this Jesus Christ as our savior. Our savior from what? From who? The devil? Satan? Now, some people say, well, if there's a God, then there must be a Satan. Or in other words, if there's evil, then there must be good. All right. Let's, let's take evil for an example. Let's dissect evil. Something bad, something horrible. Let's pick away at this for a little bit. What is the, if you will, the energetic definition for something that is evil something that you would refer to as bad energetically speaking what does that mean because as far as i'm concerned 
on a non-physical planet from a non-physical God. Something evil, something bad is literally, or what sounds like to me, energetically speaking, sounds like a, perf a person's preference. Something that is evil or bad sounds like someone's personal preference. This is considered to be evil. This is considered to be bad. Okay. While there are a lot of people that will attest and say that um, I am so grateful because of the quote unquote evil things, because of the quote unquote bad things and these evil and bad things have made me a better person. Now, think about it like this. In the, in the essence of intimacy, sex. Now, I'm positive, I'm certain, if you will, that most people would say that intimacy is not a bad thing. But, on the other hand, you have some people that would say, well, intimacy is not a bad thing if you get married in the church, if you get married under the oath of a God, then, of course, intimacy is not a bad thing. Well, that's interesting. Because I don't remember the almighty, all-loving, all-knowing, all-powerful God ever honoring or asking his creation to abide by the Bible, to honor the Bible, to live their life based on that Bible. I don't remember that. These stories, if you will, are humanity's stories, the stories in the Bible and just stories in general. They are humanity's preferenced stories. They are his stories, humanities. They belong to humanity. Honestly, how do you know that the Bible was even written by God? Did you personally see God write it? Were you among the few that were present when God maybe appointed someone particular to write the Bible. Ask yourself, does God actually follow and abide by the Bible? Does God actually expect us to follow and abide by that Bible? Does the angels follow and obey and abide by that Bible? Do they live? Do they exist based on that Bible? I don't think they do. I don't believe that angels are carrying a Bible with them. And I don't believe that they actually follow the Bible or honor it because there is no such thing. For the simple fact that energetically speaking, all things that you are perceiving are literally just energy which is basically a hologram. It's not real. 
like the video game. It's not real. What you think that you are perceiving is just literally codes and programs. To make it seem as if you are perceiving, I don't know, maybe a sky or birds or trees or people or buildings or what have you. These codes and programs are in effect to give the appearance as if, but not actually appearing to be as if. Just an illusion, a program, a code. Same thing here. These things that I'm talking about, that I'm making reference to, I say these things again, not to stir up trouble, but I'm, I'm asking these questions and I'm talking about these things because I believe that everyone deserves to know the truth. And I believe that everyone deserves to have a deeper understanding of all things and I believe that everyone is entitled to question everything I think we all should be entitled to have questions especially if something doesn't make sense honestly we should be allowed to ask questions so that we have a better understanding wouldn't that be right? So we cannot, so to speak, we cannot question God, but yet we can question everything else. Well, that doesn't make sense. And energetically speaking, again, even your scientists are aware of this. Your metaphysicians, they are aware of this. And I'm almost positive, I'm almost quite certain that most of your doctors may just as well be aware of this, or maybe not. And what I'm referring to is energy. You cannot separate energy. It is not something you can feel. It isn't something you can see. It just is. All right. And when you understand the usage of energy and frequency and vibration, you understand that everything has consciousness. You understand that everything is vibrating to its own vibratory frequency. Which, in other words, means that everything has consciousness. Everything has life. Everything stems from one source. Because you cannot separate anything. And there have been multiple experiments conducted that prove this. Prove it. You cannot separate energy. God is an energetic being. God is a spiritual conscious being, not a physical one. And the same goes for us. We are not physical, tangible human beings. Now, 
I realize to most of you that sounds crazy. But honestly, ask yourself, does it really sound crazy? God is not physical. So why would God create you to be physical? Honestly. And then here's something else to think about. Like I've said before, if we were actually physical, tangible human beings, then explain to me when a person experiences, quote unquote, death. Why is it that consciously they are still among creation? They still have consciousness. Seriously. If a person has experienced what is considered to be death, why are they still conscious beyond the physical body, so to speak? Now understand this. And this is very, very interesting. Think about this. Most of you, you communicate with a spiritual being. And you have an understanding that God is not physical. God has no body. God has no ethnic background. And yet you continue to communicate with this spiritual being. But yet most of you refuse to communicate with your, if you will, your dead loved ones, your passed on loved ones. You won't communicate with them. Why? You talk to God. And you have an understanding that God doesn't have a physical body. God doesn't have an ethnic background. And yet you continue to communicate with God. So why don't you communicate with your past on loved ones or friends or whoever they are? Why don't you speak to them? And this is the understanding and the, so to speak, logic of humanity today. And you believe this shit? Wow. It just, energetically speaking, it just doesn't make sense. And then there are a lot of people that would say that I'm crazy. They would say that I have no idea what I'm talking about and that the information that I'm sharing is wrong. Is it? Is my information really wrong? Am I really going crazy to believe that and to know and to understand that God isn't a physical being? And because we cannot separate energy, which is a proven fact. OK, you mean to tell me that we reside on a physical planet called Earth and we are physical, tangible human beings with an ethnic background, and yet we continue to have consciousness after death. But yet, I'm the one that's crazy, right? But yet, I have no idea what I'm talking about, right? You can't communicate with a person beyond death. Your grandmother, your mother, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your whoever. You can continue to communicate with them after, so to speak, quote unquote, death. Just like you communicate with God, again, who has no physical body, no ethnic background. But I'm crazy, right? 
like I said, if you have questions, and I'm sure, honestly, as a matter of fact, I know all of you have questions. Even the diehard Christians, even the diehard Jesus believers, even the diehard God believers, I know you have questions because there's no way that you can continue, if you will, in this existence, so to speak, and not have questions. There's no way that you can accept what you're being told and not in the back of your mind question it. Even though you may not question it in the forefront, but in the background, you're wondering and you're questioning it and you're wondering, you know, this doesn't make sense. But yet I can't seem to if I were to speak out about this, most people would look at me funny. They would call me crazy. I would probably be thrown out as an outcast, be considered an outcast, be considered someone crazy. If I were to question this order, if you will. And so many, in my opinion, many Christians, many diehard Jesus believers, many diehard religious people. They continue to live out this false theory. And they never question it, at least not on the forefront. And in my opinion, that is sad. It's pathetic. It's to some, it could be scary, but it's just ridiculous because most of you refuse not to question it based on fear, based on what other people may think or what they may say and why, why would you care? Because I know for a fact, all of you have questions and I know that the information that I'm sharing, it resonates with you, even though on the outer surface, you may deny it. But spiritually, who you are spiritually, who you are consciously, who you are as an energetic being, you resonate it to the fullest. You understand it. You accept it. But you have allowed yourself to be saturated in this theory called a physical, tangible human being that must obey by the order or else there will be dire consequences. I'm not stupid. I know that's what it is. I know everyone has questions and you should. And you should ask those questions. And you deserve answers. But I will not sit here and say that I'm right. I won't say that. But I will say that you should go out there and find out for yourself. I will say that you should go out there and question everything. And don't allow unnecessary petty things like fear to stand in your way. Especially when you understand that Honestly, you cannot separate energy. God created us, which means that we are literally extensions of God, which would honestly mean that we are God. We are the creators of our reality. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? I hear that everywhere on social media. I hear that everywhere, all over YouTube. Oh, you're the creator of your reality. You can create this. You can create that. You can create wealth and abundance. 
And it's like, okay, you're telling me that I can create wealth. I can create abundance. I can create my life how I would like it to be. So what does that tell you? So I can create all of these things, but I'm not God. Or I can create all of these things and yet I'm still physical, tangible. I still experience sickness and disease. Wait a minute. I should be able to directly communicate with God. Whether it be prayer or conversation, which again is the same thing and say, God, I would I would like to no longer ever again experience sickness and disease or pain or discomfort or anything else. And because I know that you don't experience none of these things and I know that you created me, I know and I believe this and I accept this and I now declare that I'm now going to live my life this way. But here's the catch 22 to if you believe and accept this. If you were to get shot at point blank range and absolutely nothing happens. Most people would be fearful. Most people would be, if you will, confused. And they wouldn't understand. Think about this. What if there were people? A particular group of people that decided consciously to say, well, since God created us. And since God has never, ever been sick. God has never had a disease. God has never been hospitalized. God has never had the need to take medication or go to the hospital. God has never had the need to eat or drink or sleep or feel pain or discomfort. Any of these things. And since God does not adhere or abide to any of these things, we have decided that we are going to live our life just as God exists. And so imagine... You were to come across somebody who come across someone who has literally done these things. Now, for the most part, most of humanity itself would be confused, afraid, and just uncertain of what to do, what to think. Or honestly, most of humanity would probably call the police on you, report you to their government. Most of humanity would probably try to uh, capture you and lock you as a prisoner and then experiment on you. And run all these run all of these uh, unnecessary tests on you, because according to collective consciousness, according to humanity as a whole, it is out of the ordinary for anyone to not drink anything or to eat anything and not feel any pain, never catch a sickness or disease. According to humanity, these things are not considered to be normal. How come they never eat anything? How come they never drink anything? Why is it that they don't feel pain? They were shot at point blank range in the head, or they were rattled with bullets. They were hit by a car. They fell off the top of the highest building. 
They've never experienced sickness or disease. They've never broken a bone. How is that possible? That's not normal. These are the questions of humanity. But think about it. Are these things really out of the ordinary? Are these things really so profound and amazing? Because when you think of God, your understanding, your belief, your trust in God, well, God is all of these things. And God is not physical. But you're not either. So if there were a group of people, a group of people that lived this way, is there a possibility that they could live peacefully without being questioned or harassed or dissected on or experimented on? Is it possible? Absolutely. Because once you vibrate to a particular frequency, meaning once you vibrate to an extremely higher vibrational frequency, which means that you become for the most part invisible to those who don't who think lower than you who vibrate, I should say, who vibrate lower than you. For those people who believe that these things are impossible or they're not normal or how is it possible for these things to be? They vibrate, honestly, at a lower frequency. <laughs> and just so happens, most of the world today vibrates at such an extremely low frequency. So this is why most of humanity this is why you don't see certain things like people displaying these powerful feats in front of you. Because according to your particular perception, your preference, according to your vibrational frequency, these things are not possible on your these things are not possible on your frequency. And the reason why they're not possible on your frequency, because you have consciously chosen for them not to be possible on your frequency, because you live by a different set of rules. Your rules are that your rule stands like this. We are physical, tangible human beings that are capable of sickness and disease, and we need to eat and drink in order to sustain life. And every now and then we get sick and maybe we might catch a disease and we are vulnerable to pain and injury and discomfort. And then at some point we eventually we grow old and then we die. That is the order of humanity today. That is the standard for humanity today. And anything outside of that is considered to be not normal. Anyone who vibrates outside of that frequency is considered to be a freak, an alien, an outcast, a person of interest. They, they might even be considered someone that's hostile, a threat, dangerous. And yet it's funny and it's interesting because most humanity has this ridiculous fucking theory about what I just mentioned. And yet you serve and you worship and you give praise to a God who literally can do all of these things. Now imagine how fucking stupid you look. Seriously, 
you literally worship and you praise and you live in fear of a God that literally can do all of these things and has given you the ability to do all of these things, but you have refused it. You have, you are in denial about it because you still believe that you are physical, tangible human beings residing on a physical planet called earth. And you live by the standard of humans, which is getting sick, catching diseases, growing old. You are vulnerable to pain. All of these things. And then at some point you die and then that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. And then you die and then you stand before God for judgment to be judged. To find out if you're going to be sentenced to hellfire or if you're going to go behind the pearly gates of heaven. And that is the standard for humanity. And you must follow religion. And if you deny Jesus Christ, you are literally going straight to hell in a handbasket. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is the standard for humanity. And again, anything outside of that, you're considered a threat. And by any means necessary, they're going to make whatever means possible to try to destroy you and get rid of you. And label you as an outcast to the rest of humanity. That is the standard for humanity today. Now, that can be, for the most part, to most of you, that can be scary. And you're like, wow, I don't want to live like that. I'll just be human if that's the case. And that's pathetic. Because when you vibrate to a higher frequency, you don't have to worry about those things. And honestly, what you do not realize is that... <laughs> You have so many people that have walked past you, that maybe even work with you, that are around you, that literally possess these abilities. They just don't tell you about it. And one of the main reasons they don't tell you about it is because you don't vibrate to their frequency. So it's not it's not a matter of that they don't want to tell you. They would love to tell you, but you're not on their frequency. So therefore, because you're not on their frequency, they can't see you. At least they can't see you in their light, in the higher vibrational frequency light. So therefore, you don't see them doing these things. You won't become aware of these things. But trust me when I tell you these people all around you. And with everything that I've said, you still think or should I say or should I say you still consciously want to be human? Think about it. Think about this. If the almighty God came before you and said, OK, child, son, daughter, I'm giving you two choices. You can live as the almighty God. And never experience death, never experience sickness, disease, never experience pain or injury or discomfort. You would never have the need to drink anything, to eat anything. You would never need to go to the hospital. You wouldn't need protein or vitamins or medication. You wouldn't need anything. You would be extremely powerful and you can do anything and you can create anything and you can be as you would like to be or 
I can create you as a physical, tangible human being with an ethnic background, and you are vulnerable to everything, sickness, disease, pain, injury, discomfort. You have to go to the hospital every now and then. You're going to need medication. You're going to need protein. You're going to have to eat. You're going to have to drink in order to sustain life. At some point, you're going to grow old, and then you're going to die, and then you're going to be no more. What if God came before you and gave you these two, these two options? Which one would you choose? And be honest with yourself. Which option would you choose? Now, I'm not stupid. But I know for a fact that most of you, if not all of you, would choose option A. To live as God. Because you must think I'm really fucking stupid if you think, well, I would choose option B. You're only fooling yourself. You're not fooling me. Because I know that's a goddamn lie. You would choose option A to live as God and not as a human. So like I said, most of you are consciously choosing and wanting to live as a human. Yeah. Because you believe that that's what you are. And you're not. And again, like I've said earlier, I'm not trying to stir up trouble, but the information here that I've shared, it is something that all of you, and I mean all of you, should really take the time, sit back and really think about it and reanalyze everything you think you know. Seriously. Really take a step back and look at your existence one more time and ask yourself these questions. The questions that most people would venture away from, the questions that most people would, would even dare even fix their lips to even ask. You ask these questions and then wait for your answers. <clears throat> because the normal Standard for humanity is pathetic. You know, when we talk about energy, scientists know this. They know that, well, energy doesn't grow old. They also understand that energy doesn't die. And they also understand that you cannot separate the energy. And they also understand that you can manipulate and change the energy. And they also understand that energy is not something you can see, feel, or taste. It just is. So when they say to you, you have to feel this or you have to feel that. Well, energetically speaking, you can't feel anything. Let me share this with you again while I still have a little bit of time left. The body takes direct instruction from the mind. Which, in other words, means that if you are if you are hungry, you are only hungry because the mind has instructed the body to feel that way or to follow that particular command. 
If you are thirsty, if you are tired, if you feel pain and discomfort, the mind has instructed the body that the normal standard program for humanity today is simply this. There is a time period when you feel hungry. There is a time period when you feel sleepy. There is a time period when you feel thirsty. There is a time period when you feel pain, discomfort, and misery. There is a time period for everything. And there is a time period when you have to follow time itself. You have to abide by actual time itself. There is a time period that you are going to grow old and then you are going to die. This is the standard for humanity today. And again... Anyone that ventures outside of that standard is considered to be a freak, dangerous, a threat, some kind of monster, if you will, an alien. That's ridiculous. Because again, most of you have consciously chosen to live your life this way. And if I were to tell you, you are extremely powerful and you can do all these amazing and wonderful things, you would look me directly in my eyes and say, no, I can't. Only God has those abilities. And let me say this for those of you that would say that only God has these abilities. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, but I have to say it. If you are one of those people and you say that you are a fucking idiot, you are a moron. And I don't think you realize how stupid you actually look. Because honestly, to deny yourself of these powers is literally to deny God because God created you because you are God. You cannot separate energy. So you are literally denying God or as most of you would say, you are literally denying Jesus Christ when you say these things. Oh, no, only God has those abilities. You have just denied yourself. But energetically speaking, you are denying God. You are denying who you actually are because that's who you actually are. And honestly, it doesn't matter if you believe me or if you don't. I'm sure many of you may say, Dave, you're full of shit. And that's totally fine with me. But just as long as you know, I'm not the one that's growing old. I'm not the one who needs water and food in order to sustain life. I don't need medication and all of these things in order to sustain life. You do. And what is that to say about me? It doesn't matter. I'm just here to share information. That's it. That's all. And that is life itself. The standard that humanity lives by. Good luck to you. And good day.